You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, warrior friends. Happy Monday. I am so excited for a brand new warrior conversation we are having today on how to be intentional and celebrate singleness. So we're going to be chatting with my warrior friend, Allison. Allison, when you hop on the live, just go ahead and request to go live with me and we will go from there. Hey, everybody joining. If you are joining our conversation today, go ahead and drop in the chat where in the world. Hey, Justin, you are joining us from Allison. I'm so excited you're joining because we've got Florida and California for sure represented because I know Justin, both sides of the coast are here. Elin, I'm so glad you're here too. I'm so excited to dive in with the one and only Allison. Okay, I think I accepted your request. We will see. Allison, go ahead and request. <gasps> yes! Oh my goodness. It does my heart so good to see you. You are my warrior sister. How are you? Oh my gosh. I'm so great. Yes. So great. Before I have Allison introduce herself, I'm literally going to our friendship in the only the way that God can. So last year, we connected through Jeannie Stevens. I have known Jeannie for a while, filmed her story. I was like, hey, I need to meet who does communications with Soul City. So she connects us. We filmed your becoming story. But like in our first ever Zoom, we just like literally had this soul sister connect where we were in similar seasons of life. It was, we talked more about life than communications. And mm-hmm. I just, I've loved our friendship since then we had similar foot surgeries. So we were able to encourage each other. Right? Yeah. I just, you're amazing. You encourage me so much. I had to be your hype girl first. And um, thank you, Justin. Uh, and introduce yourself, everybody. Otherwise, I'll about how you are. So who is Allison for those who don't know you? Wow. I still think I'm learning who is Allison every single day. So it's a question that I'm like, gosh, who, who is Allison in the now and present? But um, on a high level, I am, uh, as you stated, the marketing communications director at Full City Church. Um, but just someone who honestly just loves Jesus and um, is super Holy Spirit driven. Um, I've been in the marketing industry for almost 17 years, um, but I'm still young because that sounds super old to say. Anywho, um, and I just, you know, I love to have fun. I love to 
kind of put the whole branding aspect on the fact that Christians do have more fun. And I know that sounds like really churchy, but, you know, growing up, I don't know if I fully believed it. And now I'm like, no, it's really, really true. So, um, yeah, just just really just someone who wants to live life to the fullest within the parameters of living and moving and having your being mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. And I do that with so much joy and excitement. So, oh, it's so true. The and you literally, you do do that with so much joy and excitement. Those are definitely words that I would use to describe you. Um, and, and the funny thing is, I haven't even met life yet. <laughs> but I feel like at some point, I'm going to pick it up to you or you come to, to, to Florida so we can hang yeah. out. Yeah. It's got to happen soon. It's got to happen soon. Yes, girl. Okay, so let's dive into today's warrior conversation. Um, we're going to unpack what it means to be intentional singleness. So sometimes, I mean, we can look at singleness as perhaps this frustrating thing that you have to go through to get to a relationship, but that's really not what it is. Yeah. It is a gift, especially in the Bible, read it there. And what I've appreciated about you, Allison, is and you're not conversation. In December, I saw you post like I'm so this with intentionality. And it was a little bit like mysterious. I texted you. I was like, Oh, what are you doing? What are you celebrating? And so I'll answer what what you shared. But watching how you are intentional, and you celebrate season you're in not look as something to get through, but something to enjoy now that inspires and encourages me. So tell me about this Christmas post I alluded to and how you just choose intentionality. Yeah, so um, I have, I come from a family where we do things super traditionally. I've honestly done the same thing for Christmas all my life. Um, And, you know, whether it was 2020 that brought it in when I first had my first Christmas kind of like by myself. And I found so much freedom in that because I realized like how important it is to establish your own traditions. I mean, that's essentially what creating your own legacy looks like. It's establishing your own traditions that that are part of you what would I want to pass on what what does this holiday season mean to me yeah and so um last year I was like you know what that felt so nice I'm gonna do it twice and that's what I did in last December so I wanted to just create a space that was like how do I want to bring in this holiday season that honestly is built around from a societal standpoint um you know always having a really deep community, always being in a relationship. I mean, let's be honest. If you're scrolling through Instagram after November 27th, it's like mat- like matching pajama, like, overload. Yeah. Love it, though. Or- like, everybody celebrated. Don't put it past me when it's my season. But it's just that type of thing. And so you're like, do I take my own matching pajama set with me? or You know? And so it was like, okay, that's great. Love everyone. Going to celebrate everyone. But at the same time, it was like, what, is, what does this holiday season mean for me? Because the reality is, what having what others have doesn't devalue or or add value to your life. It's you walking in what works for you, how to celebrate you. And so I did a whole spa day. Um, I did that last year, just kind of deciding, you know, this is a time where I get to, you know, have a a little bit of time off of work. I'm going to enjoy doing that. I'm going to decorate my house. Like for me, because you know what, in this current season, no one has to decorate my tree, but me. So I'm going to put all the pink on this tree that I want to. Because I don't have anyone else to decide whether I do that or not. Um, I had all my movies lined up. And I just did something every single day. I also set up time to talk with friends, have some friends over, and also go visit some. 
And honestly, it was just one of the most treasured Christmases I've had. All of them were great previously, but this is when I just got to celebrate in my own way. And I got to spend some time worshiping the day of, and then I got to spend some time with family on Zoom, but it was truly how I wanted to celebrate and start something new that added, that, that meant something to me in the life that I've built for me. I love it so much. Did something inspire you to start this intentional like celebration or did you just one day wake up and be like, I'm doing this? You know, I think for me, it honestly, Emily, like everything, it's been a true, true journey to get to a space where, and I think everybody has to go on that journey themselves, where you learn how to live outside societal boxes. Yeah. And, and I don't say that lightly because even in our best intentions, outside influences have an impact on your mind. And so using the holidays as an example, because we've been so conditioned to only celebrate a holiday if it looks this way, mm -hmm. then we can get to a space of where, you know, the enemy can bring in depression and hurt and not to not to not uh, name those things. Those are real. And, and you're, you're no less for feeling those emotions that feelings do bring about those things. But then I had to do the work to say like, those things don't define me. It's what I make of the situation that I'm in. And it's a beautiful situation. Um, God has done so much in my life that I don't want to reduce what he's done to what society says it has to look like. Yes. And so it's just kind of like leaning into that. Like, God, you're so awesome. And you bless me with a place to live with um, the ability to go to a spa. Let me just enjoy that. This is what my season looks like. And so honestly, it's just, it's, it's leaning more into what does God, what does my God life look like versus what society tells me that it has to look like. Um, and knowing that God always keeps you and he wants you to, like he wants to, you to experience joy in him and the way he has it look like for you. And so that's what really, started this thing for me. It was the process that brought me into the season of understanding and awareness. And now I can just totally celebrate it with, with no inhibition. I absolutely love it. You know, I've shared with Become TV the last couple months. Um, so last May, I turned 30 and I had my own journey. I know, girl. So when you talk about everybody has to go through that process and journey to really create and love and celebrate a season of singleness, whether you wanted that, you didn't want to be single, whatever, because of, mm -hmm. of how we're conditioned as you unpack. So a lot of last year was that journey for me. Of, hey, there's nothing wrong with me because I'm single. I'm not, you know, meeting, not failing, anything like that. I'm on my own journey becoming who God is. Yeah. And so I totally agree. Everybody has to go through that and come to that realization in their own time. It's not like... Yeah process and now you like understand and you're going to celebrate and you're intentional with it you gotta believe it in years so it yeah it was like i don't even know like i want to feel how both of you feel like emily and allison you both look like excited living your best lives you don't have a ring on your left hand like how do i get to that spot and so if somebody in the in the very beginning of that both and are still walking through there are days where I'm I'll speak for me like there are days that I'm scrolling on Instagram and the matching pajamas that gets me a little sad or whatever yeah. it is that day and I loves of, of the truths of intentionality and joy so it's always a journey there's there's no perfection on it but beginning stages and they're they're holding that disappointment they're holding that frustration relationship out how they hoped how, what are some take to 
start celebrating in the midst of the new visible. Yeah. Wow. So there's a couple of things that I want to lead into that conversation with, like a few disclaimers. So the first disclaimer is what I'm about to share is really my journey. And we have to see God on our own journey, right? Because no one person's story looks alike. It's, it's just a reality. Um, and in that being said, no one, one person's situation is wrong. You mentioned that earlier. Like it's a very personal journey. Right. And I always say, whenever that next level comes to your life, no matter what that is, a new job, a new relationship, it's on time for you. You are not late. It's on time for you. We're not all on the same timeline. Yep. Um, one of the things that you said was, you know, and I, and I totally feel that was, you know, sometimes I do scroll and you're like, dang, I kind of want that. And it's learning to get comfortable in the tension. Mm. And that sounds like a really good bottom line to put on a t-shirt, but that level of work is real. Mm. And I put so much intention in, in putting focus and awareness around that. And in that became, I was more refined to be able to celebrate the season I'm in now. So one of the first things that I did, um, not, I'm not gonna say I went into the season with joy because it was, it was real, a real moment was, I actually had to spend real time grieving all the dreams that will not happen. Yes. And that sounds super opposite of what may, many of us have maybe heard, but it was a, it's a reality. I had to grieve the fact that I'm not going to get married in my 20s. Mm -hmm. Definitely didn't see that happening, but I had to grieve it. Is it going to happen? No, I, it actually won't. That, that, is, that has passed. Right. I'm with <laughs> You know, um, I lost my dad and sister a couple of years ago. So I also had to grieve the fact that my dad won't walk me down the aisle and my sister won't be my maid of honor. Mm -hmm. So that wedding that I had pinned yeah. on the proverbial Pinterest board before it existed, gone. It's gone. But I also had to stand on the fact that God gives me beauty for ashes, that he will never leave me or forsake me that my better days ahead and that my better days are ahead of me and that all things are working for my good. Mm. So that does not mean that I'm abandoned and nothing fun will ever happen, but I did have to release the plan and grieve it because releasing it is like step one. And it's just like anything else you grieve. Mm. If you don't actually allow it to happen and name that you have to grieve it and, and name that you're upset and do the work to fully grieve it not like that one hour you're like okay I'm over it because honestly Emily that took about a year and a half oh yeah to grieve it I had days of like I had to cry that out and all that kind of stuff I had to grieve the fact that specifically talking about relationships when I did meet this person that they're never going to know those family members that were here and that life may look a little bit different and in the family that I had dreamed of when I was 17 that may look completely different than the family that I may end up getting yeah. But now I'm fully surrendered to what God has, because no matter how much I thought about it or overthought about it, here's what he did say. I will do exceedingly abundantly above anything you ask or think. So even if I was thinking about it, mm -hmm. if I with my arms open and my hands open, he was going to exceed those expectations, even when I kind of didn't see or think those expectations working out. And so when I did that real work, it allowed me to approach this season of knowing that my life has value outside of these check boxes. Yeah. And the other important thing that I had to come to know is um, if you don't do that type of work, getting into a relationship and getting married and whatever else 
will not solve that unworked issue, those unworked issues. Yep. Because let me be clear, marriage is singleness is not a disease. Marriage is not a healer. Yep. Those two things are completely different. The work you don't do in any season of your life will still show up in a relationship, if not be amplified in a relationship, because that's the reality. If you have insecurities, they still exist. If you have passions and desires and dreams that are unfulfilled, being in a relationship doesn't cap that. It's almost like, oh my God, I got engaged and now I don't desire anything. That's not true. God is still working in and through you as an individual. And so you would be completely remiss not to, to seek God on what he has for you in any season. Because that's still, it's, it's still going to work in your favor because even in a partnership, you still got to do that work mm-hmm. daily. So um, I think this idea of like hoping that this new space is going to be a solvent to any issues that you have, that you're going to, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. And, and, and that's something that is just not great to do. Whether you feel that disappointment in your single season or marriage season, if you don't do the work, it still equals the disappointment. So it's better to kind of do that work now. And honestly, now I can be in a space of like, you know, Lord, whatever you want to do, you're going to do it. And I'm here for it because what, what the promise I have, I may not have a, a detailed promise and laid out plan of when this is going to happen, how it's going to happen. And I no longer care about those if, ands, or buts. But what I do care about is his promise that there, things are working for your good. I will give you beauty for your ashes. Those are the things I can hold tight to and pretty much live in, live my life and live in excitement outside of that. Yeah, no, I love it. I could not agree more. Like you definitely, it's that releasing, but aiming. I, and that's the part that we really skip over so much because we're not really doing the under the leg deep inner work to heal and become who we were made to be. Um, yeah. You know, I also think too, it's interesting, like so often in looking at what we want, we miss out lose sight of what we do have. And I love the intentionality celebrating this season because we kind of overlook the fact that if you are single, like you right now have time, you can spend your money, whatever you want to spend money on. You don't need to check the account with other people. You can, if you want to go have a spa day, you have a spa day. If you don't like matching pajamas, because that's not your, mm-hmm. got a sweat about wearing the matching pajamas at the Christmas dinner. Like, you know, there's so much freedom um, and, and we minimize the gift of the season we have now, the time we have to, and this might not feel like time we have to heal, to do the inner work of becoming who we were made to be. We have to dream, to ask ourselves questions and we that thinking the gift and good thing way out there and we just we can miss out on so much of our journey um yeah yeah like any any encouragement you have for people like don't miss out on today because you're so focused yeah. yeah i mean the first thing i would say for me one of the things this is very personal so this is allison speaking right. the music express in this moment do not reflect that of you know any other warrior conversation that's my little media disclaimer um, I personally hated when people would say, it's your season of waiting. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that sounds so boring. It just does. Especially if you have a season that, of, of waiting that's a little bit more prolonged than you expected. And the reality is, like, 
it's funny how we don't adopt that mentality to a lot of other stuff, right? Like, we don't over-exaggerate, like, oh, I'm waiting for tomorrow, or I'm, oh my God, I'm in a season of waiting for my next paycheck. That might be, that might be true in a season, but there's some things that we just know, like, hey, this is going to happen, so now I'm just doing, doing my thing until the 15th or the 30th. Or it's like, oh my God, I'm in a season of waiting for my next dentist appointment. Oh God, what do you have me do in this season of waiting? It's like, no, that's planned. It's going to happen. So I'm just going to do me because that's happened. Well, we have to have that same mentality of like, your, your life isn't on hold. There's not a pause button that you're waiting for this to happen. Yep. You are called to live a life. God said that he wants us to have life and it more abundantly. It didn't say when you are married, after you are married, because then essentially we would be waiting like, yeah, I can't live this abundant life until I'm married. He causes, he, he charges us to live abundantly and gives us the grace and ability to do it in the now. Yeah. Um, and so what I would, what I would want to encourage people is this, the life that you are living is the life that you are living. Yeah. Full act. In, in full activity, like you are not waiting for things to happen. You need to be living the life as God, that God has called you to live. Yeah. And as you see God on all of those things and how to live it abundantly, he said, then I will add all these things unto you. So it's not a matter of like, oh gosh, I hate that I'm in this. See God's face and say, you know, I love, I love the life that I'm living. I love how you desire to bless me with the ability to do so many things and ability to enjoy my career and ability to enjoy the relationships I have. I mean, like I have a phenomenal friend village and sister village and Emily, you're a part of that. And if I'm overly putting too much emphasis on what this, this doesn't have, it's almost like a, you're living in scarcity. Like I can't even enjoy what I have because I don't have that yet. Mm-hmm. And, and really like, those relationships are equally as important as a romantic relationship. They serve different functions in your life. Right. Um, they're so fruitful and they're so, and, and sometimes even when I have my little single girl moments, I'm always like, but I'm so glad I can call a friend because mm. there's some married people who don't have that and they're praying for that type of relationship. And so we have to understand that like, these are all gifts that God is giving and who are we to deny ourselves and say, that's not as important because I'm overly waiting for this one. when he wants us to live abundantly in what he's given us now. So I would just say, yeah, I mean, the easy thing is, is to say, say encouraged. And I do want you to do that. But what I really pray is that you see God to, to shift your perspective on what he's currently doing in your now season. And it's really, really beautiful. And when that next season is unlocked for you, um, you actually still have to, you you know, you still have to be conscious that yes, you have this beautiful gift, of relationships or marriage, if that's what you desire. Mm-hmm. And yet you still have relationships you need to maintain. And yet you still have desires and, and things that God will ask you to do that live outside of this person um, and this entity. So what better way to think about it is I'm just, I'm living in the now, you know? Um, and I always like to bring in God's promises through scripture because that's, that is what you do have to stand on. Um, and outside of the fact that he just said, seek him first. I mean, he, he honestly says, like, when you delight yourself in him, then he gives us the desires of our hearts. And delight is not to mope. 
And delight is not to be like, I cannot enjoy anything because of like, and let me, let me be clear. I'm not reducing those feelings because they're very real, but learn to delight, mm. learn to live abundantly, learn to live in joy because all those things. Yeah. God, God is like half the time you over here stressing, you don't even know that I already know his name. I already know this and that. And again, that goes for anything you're desiring. He's like, I know your next job. I know, you know, your next line of income. I know you've been praying for that. Can I have this all, mm-hmm. but I want you to delight yourself in me because it's in that, that I give you those desires because also you're not putting those things on the throne. Mm-hmm. And then we have to really be honest about that. Do I seek out and glorify this idea of marriage more than I do the one who would give it to me because we have to dethrone some of those things. And that sounds really churchy, but I'm going to just be real about it. We have, we do that with so many things. We idolize these concepts that we have no control over. Even in it, we don't have control over, right? Like we are, you're even in a relationship, you're actively each day choosing, both parties are choosing to say, I'm putting forth effort Mm -hmm. because they're made of two imperfect two imperfect people who still should be putting one person on the throne. Exactly. So start doing that now because, you know, how do, do we think he's going to be super excited to give you something that you're putting over him? And honestly, it's not even him being a jealous God, which, you know, he said he was, but it's also him saying that it's not even going to be a fruitful union. If you don't get that understanding now. Mm. And my desire for you is to have such a beautiful relationship friendship, romantic relationship, or otherwise, my desire is for you to have that so much. And I know without me at the center, you can't have that. And because I want you to have the best, I want you to understand that the best fruit is the fruit that's attached to the vine. And so that's why we have to stay centered on the one who said, delight yourself in me. And then I give you desires. If you seek me first, then I'll give you desires. One thing I used to always joke about was I would always say, and this is this is just a hypothetical, this is how Allison's brain works. Uh-huh. But like, if I can't get up in the morning and say like, good morning, Jesus. I'm not talking about like spending two hours in prayer because I, I want to be realistic with things. But if I can't even wake up and say, good morning, Holy Spirit. I'm, I used to think like, would he even bless me with one of his sons? Because I can't even like that. How am I going to treat that person? And he cares about his sons just as much as he cares about his daughters. So yeah. I know for me in my house, if, if my spouse just woke up and just got ready and left, I'd be like, oh, we're going to try that all over again. Like, clearly, good morning to me and you, you know. But so how much more will we do for our Heavenly Father who has done so much more and will always do any much more than a spouse? We, that should be our desire to wake up and spend time with the lo- one who loved us first. Yeah. Um, and that continually chooses us. So I think those are just some of the things I would want to encourage people to shift their perspective and, and one, stop thinking that you're, you're in a space of, uh, of um, scarcity. You're not. All you need, you have here. But we just have to say, God, God I surrender to how you want to move in, in your life. And if I may add one more thing to this already long answer that you've asked me. This is so- um, you know, it was like around 2020, I have a friend that I worked with and she put in a Christmas card. It was December of 2020. And she, she put in a Christmas card. She was like, the Holy Spirit said, my word for you is surprise. And I was like, that's so cute. And then I just closed the card and it's like, amen. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, like I, I didn't know what to really do with that, but I thought it was so beautiful. Like, thank you for seeking God out for a word for me, you know. 
<laughs> and so around like February of that year, someone else just came to me and was just like, oh, you know, God wants to surprise you. And so it, it made me think about that card. So I went and found the card and opened it up and put it on, um, on, on my shelf in my living room. And I kid you not, like Emily, that word started popping out out the blue, like almost so much. I told my mom about it. I was like, I feel like the word surprise is like, like finding me and chasing me down to the point where it's almost like, I get it. I get it. You know, whatever. And so this went on for everything. So much so that I even like opened a fortune cookie after ordering Chinese food and like the word was surprise. I was like, oh, stop. Like, we get it. Enough. You know, but not enough. You know. And so um, what was so interesting is somewhere around the latter part of uh, 2021, I was going through uh, just a season of just like, Ugh, I, you know, this is just getting a lot, Lord. Like, when, when are you moving? Mm -hmm. And the word surprise came to me because for the whole year that I heard it, what I didn't really process was how the word surprise works. Mm. The word surprise is essentially, you can't be surprised when you know all the details. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn that for me. And I feel like I was saying like, you know, I really want to surprise you. Mm -hmm. But if you know that a party is coming, it can't be a surprise party. If you know that you are going to get a gift and you know when it's going to happen and you know what it is, mm -hmm. I don't need to wrap it up. There's no surprise element. And so, and, and, and God's saying like, let me surprise you. I had to realize that in order for God to surprise me, I had to not know the details. And I thank God for that beautiful like message for me because it also helped me realize like God really wants to surprise me. But surprises don't work when I know everything about it. Ooh. And so now I'm just excited to be like, I kind of like walking in the aloofness. Like, I don't know. I'm just going to walk out here, live this life. And he's going to surprise me with exceedingly abundantly anything I could even ask or think. Why do I even need to think about it? You're going to do it. And now I love that word even more. And I'm so grateful for my friend who, who said it in December of 2020, because it, it put a seed in my heart of understanding that you can't have the surprise and the details. Mm -hmm. That's just not how that word works. But if you allow God to surprise you with everything you pray for, you got to release the idea of needing to know the plan, the details, the when, why, how, who. Once you can release that, he's like, now I got you where I want you so I can surprise you. And so I'm super grateful for that, for that understanding. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing with us too. I have a whole new appreciation for that word. And I think it adds yeah. a spark of joy into this season. Totally. Like, and excitement. Like, who doesn't like a good surprise? Yeah. Who who doesn't want to, like, have a surprise party, you know? And you, totally. that's a good thing. Yes. It I, is. I love it. Okay. Talk to me a little bit about um, the concept of mustard seed and, uh, and, and what that has meant to you. Because, yes, girl. Oh, I don't have mine on in this example. It's okay. I feel like we have to, like, connect it. But it's, we always, one of us always has it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. Basically, guys, we I shared with you at the beginning, Allison and I meet on Zoom, we're talking and like literally right after that, you message me, I have something to send you. So I'm like, okay, cool. I get this like literally beautiful ring. Allison has hers on. Um, the mustard seed ring. Yes, Andrea knows about it too. And I love that. And so it's just this reminder in front of me every single day that if you have faith as small mustard seed. And um, what did that ring mean to you when you first found it? And then what even sparked you to encourage someone else on this? Because I think there's like a beautiful power in the intentionality. 
somebody else who's going through it too and you don't just assume that they're encouraged and cool but you like bring them i'm i'm we're gonna be encouraged together talk about it a little i mean honestly i when i found it you know i was truly the the verse that came to mind obviously was the the having faith the size the size of a mustard seed what's super humbling about that ring as you can see and even closer the mustard seed is so small and we spend so much time over amplifying what we don't have Mm -hmm. and god is like what you do want you don't even need that much of it to tap into the the grace and the gifts and the resources that I offer. And so what a beautiful reminder of that scripture of like, I just need you to have faith this much. Because here's the thing. He's like, I do the heavy lifting. I really do the heavy lifting. Yes. Um, And he just inspired me to to not only, it's something that I knew I wanted, but there were just um, just sisters, um, just a, a select few that got put in my heart to be like, yo, This is a real thing in our season. And I'm going to be honest, for me, it also just robbed the need of the superficial things that we that we allow run our life, like a ring. Mm. Right. Like this whole idea of like, I don't have a ring on my left finger. And then, you know, and even when we get it, it's like it's not even the size of the one I picked out. It's just like, y'all, it is a piece of jewelry. Like your destiny is not tied to that. So I almost wanted to rob the need mm-hmm. to have of, of this over deep value and say, listen, if, if you need something to put on your hand to remind you of God's mercy and grace, listen, this is what we're going to put on our finger. And that applies to the relationship. If you want to put it on your left hand, great. That applies to the financial stream of income you believe in God for. That reminds you of the destiny season that you're in and what God is trying to do. That reminds you of the, how he's going to repair and restore relationships that you feel you've lost. Whatever that is, if you gotta, if you gotta have something to really think about and 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 you know just kind of waffle over, let it be the promises of God that this is all he's asking for you to have it. Mm-hmm. So it's all the, uh, it served a dual purpose. Like yes, it's a reminder, but then also if we're overly, overly just so caught on this left finger and what is missing from it god is like please do not reduce me and what i can do for you over that you know um so that's how that whole thing came about and and even in that i just love celebrating um and and and, uh, one one super vulnerable thing that i think is real and that i hear from sisters who are in in that in in a single space is you know i get it there's sometimes things that you're like and and i'll speak for me there's sometimes moments when you're like oh i wish i was celebrating we go back to that social media thing emily of like when people are like you know it's my wife's birthday and give her a shout out and you're like i mean happy birthday or whatever because you know we're human but but the reality is like i wanted to be intentional in a season where you may not feel seen because i think that's where the root of the hurt behind singleness is it's feeling like no one sees you Yes. Right. It feels like no one selected you or saw you. Um, and and I always I'm like, Lord, just use me to be the humanized for my sisters until they, they're in the season where someone else is going to do that for them, because mm-hmm. that's essentially what the, what the desire is. I just want to feel seen. And and, you know, I want anyone listening now or even in the future to know that. And I, I, I hesitate to say this because sometimes we say things that have sounds so, we say things that 
can sound cliche and it robs it of the real power, but no matter how much you've heard this, hear me when I say God really sees everything you're doing. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, you can be married and still have moments of being <laughs> unseen. I'm sure there's some mamas out there that like, listen, mm-hmm. listen, even I got to tap into it. I'm, and there might be dads and husbands out there like, listen, I got a full blown haircut and she didn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? So I want people to understand that like everything that we're saying in, in this meeting right here is not just for singles. What it is, is God desires to know us individually. And that he sends these people, that's a beautiful gift. But that is not the gift. That is the gift from the giver. And the giver is who we need to keep our eyes on because that is the consistent. That's the only consistent thing ever. And so just, just leaning into that. But no, in every season, single, married, employed, unemployed, lack, riches, God sees you, you have purpose, and it is so individual and niche to what he wants to do in your life. And that all of those things that are added unto you, the operative word is added. Yeah. Not complete, not your value is less than without. Mm-hmm. They're just added and they're beautiful and they're gifts. And that also doesn't mean that you will not be blessed with beautiful gifts until you have that. That is just a gift. Um, so we have to just continuously just keep our eyes on the one who gives. And it's a good practice because you're going to need to even more so keep your eyes on the one who gives when you're in a married season. It doesn't, you're not wiped out from it. There's going to be times when you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm so glad I understood the need to always keep my eyes on God, even in your married season. Yeah. These aren't, these aren't temporary fixes. This is a lifestyle. And God wants us to know that so that when he does add these things, you know, he's, um, I think it's Proverbs 10 and 22 that says the blessings of the Lord maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow to that. And when we can worship the giver, when we give him glory and praise for those gifts, it doesn't come with sorrow. But when we do that to the giver, it doesn't have sorrow. That's how, that's how this thing, this things works because honestly, and, and this may be unpopular opinion, but I always like anyone can get married, like just married, mm-hmm. not purposely married, not intentionally married, yep. not prayerfully married, just married. That, that is not difficult. Just being honest. True. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just going to be honest. Like we all, when I said that, everybody had someone in their mind. I kid you not. Yes. It can happen. Um, but what, what we, but God doesn't want us to just have married he wants us to he wants us to have kingdom marriages he wants us to have godly families he wants us wants us to have individual purposes he wants us to have unity purposes and that can be with a spouse he that can be with friends that can be with your church he wants all of these things within him with, within what god is doing mm-hmm. um and then he says and it's in that that these blessings have no sorrow to them yep. when we operate outside of that you can easily have those things. You can have marriage with the, with the emoji shrug. <laughs> you can have that. Um, but that then sorrow can get attached to that, you know? And so we have to be, we have to be um, fully aware that we are living and, and moving in God. And then he adds those blessings to us. And then he has no sorrow with it. Oh, that is so good. This is, I've literally just can't stop grinning. If you like, you cannot 
not talk to you and want to like walk away being intentional and joyful in whatever season that you're you're walking through like this is why i wanted to have this conversation with you you are so wise so encouraging uh, and oh you've said so many amazing things go back and re-listen as we talked in this brief conversation about naming identifying and grieving happen how to walk forward intention intentionally joy how to reframe perspective how to focus on jesus how to when we're the real root issue is feeling unseen and how to make other people see i mean we've covered some ground here so let me let's end with this question then sure if somebody's watching this and they're feeling maybe like i am right now like man i i am committed i'm ready and face this season i'm excited about it what are some simple things that they can start or looking to celebrate right now? Yeah, that is probably my favorite question, first of all. Um, I want people to celebrate the fact that without any attachment to another person, your life has purpose and it's worth celebrating. Like it is truly worth celebrating. Every, everything you've accomplished, everything you desire to accomplish, um, the little things and the big things, because he cares about all of that. I'm like, he like celebrate the the new job you have been really praying for, and then also celebrate the great parking space you got at the store yesterday. Yes. That's how much he cares about every little detail of your life. So just actively start celebrating and appreciating all those things. Um also celebrate the fact that every single season you are in has uh has something in it that god wants to do mm, yeah. right and every single season that you're in has uh more growing to do within it so when you get to a new season i'll use the job as an example god is like yes i hear you i'm going to honor that prayer and then when you get that job too much is given much is required so then you're going to have those moments when you're like oh it's the boss that I can't stand or, oh, I wish I would have negotiated more. Or, oh, I'm still working late and it's eight o'clock. Remember that, hey, uh, when you unlock new levels, there's, there's more things to stretch and grow you and opportunities to, to exercise the fruit of the spirit. Um, and so, so just be mindful of that. And, and not, I don't say that to be like, watch out and marriages work. We all know those things. But I just say that so you have a very, a real, real understanding of how seasons move in and through you. Mm. And, and I think that, that perspective is sobering. So it helps you from over idolizing another season that you don't have. Prime example, many of us over idolized being an adult. We just, we wanted it really, really bad. We were like, I cannot wait. We decreed and declared yeah. it and all the stuff that you were going to do. And now we're sitting around here paying bills mm. and gas prices. Um, are we grateful for what God is doing? <laughs> Absolutely in our lives. <laughs> but when that season came, came more responsibility. And, and so I say that if the hindsight, the, the, if we had to go back and talk to the younger person, we would have been like, slow down, slow down. Enjoy this season of someone fully supporting you and buying your clothes and fixing you dinner and chauffeuring you around because that season will come to an end. And, uh, being an adult is a beautiful season and it's a gift. I mean, what the opposite of that gift is not great. 
So it is truly a gift, but it, it has its um, responsibilities. Yeah. And so just, just live life and take it in because when you, it's actually when you get to a new season, if you maximize your current season, you, you tend to have less regrets in your new season. Mm. Oh, that's good. And so that's why it's important to say like, listen, I love this season I'm in. And when it's ready to go, I'm not only excited to go, but I'm equipped to go. Mm. It's, it's like when you're promoting. Each step that got you to see, but it also stretched you and refined you so when things came up in the ceo season you were like got it also naming that marriage isn't elevating you higher it's not a it's not something that means you're more grown or whatever it's just different right but it's still different in that when you get there every other season in your life will have you will see in hindsight like oh that prepared me for this moment thank god i worked out patience before introducing somebody else thank god i worked out kindness before you introduce anybody else Thank God you worked out how to cook more than eggs or how to pay bills or how to wash clothes or how to approach, you know, conflict with diplomacy and love mm -hmm. before you produce anybody else. So we can live in that agreement. And then I would just say the third thing is just rejoice in the fact that God has not forgotten you. Mm -hmm. If you have to write something down for this, know that you are not forgotten. You are not a forgotten child. God sees you. He is here and he's worked it out. He has truly worked it out. And every time we think that we have to pray louder, because maybe he didn't hear me, God does not, he has heard everything before you even had words to articulate what you wanted. And he is working that out. Trust in his strategy, trust in his plan, trust in his timing for your life. And know that his strategy and plan and timing for you doesn't look like anyone else. What God's strategy and timing and plan is for Emily is not the same for Allison. But he says, I love both of these daughters equally and favor is on them. And as they both seek me, I will pour onto them the desires of their heart because they have delighted themselves. And so release all of those things. Allow yourself to be surprised. And again, as we said earlier on this meeting, in order to be surprised, you can't know the details. So let it go. Just let it go. Just enjoy life. I love it. You are so wise, so encouraging. And uh, you brought so value to the Becoming Me.TV community today in terms of how to be intentional and how to celebrate this season of singleness or whatever season you're in. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. I just love you, Warrior Sister. You're awesome. I love you, Warrior Sis. I'm so, thank you for having me. I love, um, just to affirm everything that you're doing with Becoming Me, it's such a blessing. And so not only am I grateful for the opportunity, but I love that you care and love on people so much that you just, you seek out ways to, to bring new perspectives and new platforms to um, people in God's kingdom so that it can further advance the kingdom. So I love you for that and your obedience unto him. So many, many blessings and, you know, can't wait to meet whoever it is, you know, that we meet yes. later on when he surprises you. Yes. Oh, too, I have to let everybody so they can put a face with your name. Um, the book launch date is not out yet. We are so close. We finalized the cover, all the good things. But Allison has shared her story in the book, too, which is so exciting. Mm -hmm. Stories in the first ever Becoming Me book, which is amazing. So I'm just so excited for that. You. You're awesome. And if you guys who are watching have not followed Allison already, make sure you follow Allison, a page from my book. Instagram. She also has a podcast and it's just so much fun to follow. Um, even for just ideas.
that Christmas post that I mentioned earlier. Literally after finding out what you did to celebrate, I was like, I'm doing that too. Thank you. I know that's right. Yeah. So anyways, you're amazing. Thank you. And thank you all for today's warrior conversation. Cheering you time as you're coming. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.